the Big Joel community call. Uh, welcome to the Big Joel community call. I know uh, a whole lot of people are watching on Facebook Live today because we put that uh, we put that in the text today. So a bunch of people bounced over there. Uh, if you are commenting in the Facebook Live feed, just know uh, I won't be commenting back on that because I can't see that while I am doing this. Um, as always, you can use the chat here if you want. Again, we'll look at them towards the end of the call. We do like to try to keep these calls to 30 minutes. Um, every one of these calls is turned into an audio podcast as well. It's on the Big Joel Show, wherever you get your podcasts. All my stuff is on there as well. My studio stuff with guests uh, on Spotify or iHeartRadio, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. This uh, podcast will be up pretty soon. Again, a big thank you to Kevin Lechko for that uh, idea uh, so he could listen instead of having to watch. So no guests today. You just get me. Aren't you lucky? As 2022 comes to an end, um, I don't know about you, but this year has gone extremely fast. It, and I think for a lot of loan officers, it's gone painfully. And for real estate agents, it's gone painfully, especially over the past, uh, I'll call it four to five, maybe six months. Um, I'm sure you all have figured out now, depending on your length of time in the business, just how epic 2020 and 2021 actually were. Um, some people are you know, comparing it volume-wise to the big 80-20 debacle run-up in 04, 05, um, 06, uh, right into 07 before the massive crash. Uh, others are saying there was actually more volume done. And interestingly enough, more volume done uh, where people actually had to qualify. You couldn't just breathe on a mirror and uh, get a loan. Uh, and I think the only big major changes that we've seen besides the rates going up, we've definitely seen a tightening um, on non-primary uh, residences. Those of you that have not been in the business for a long time, like myself and some other old people on here, Ed Bram, Teresa Green, you know that uh, th those guys all know that, uh, you know, when I started an investment property, the, the minimum down was 30% down. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't do anything without putting 30% down. It just was what it was. Second homes, more like 20% down and then right on up. And for those of you that are perplexed by any of this, just know that actuarially, uh, an actuarial term for basically looking at risk. Uh, if you get in a lot of trouble, the first property you give up is an investment property. The second property is your second home. And the last property is always your primary because that's the one you want to stay in. Therefore, an investment property is riskier. That's why you've seen most of the lenders uh, back up on that. And it's a little more expensive to buy those properties. Now, with the current rates, it's really hard to even cash flow them unless uh, you are putting, maybe I was talking to someone this morning, I think it was Ed or Nick or someone that, that, that it's more like 25 or 30% to make it cash flow, depending on where the property is. I guess you could get a gem uh, in a market where you're Airbnb or VRBO and you can make it cash flow very, very easily. But uh, that's been a major change. Obviously the rates are up. Um, you know, I started, when I started, I was writing loans at you know, 12 or 13%, the whole two, one buy down thing is kind of cracks me up a little bit because that was, that was what we did all day, every day, uh, back then. Um, that was really one of the only, only ways to, uh, get, get people qualified. Um, but I think a lot of people are prognosticating that we are going to see, uh, the rates drop in the, uh, 
call it early spring, maybe even what some people would call late winter, uh, early spring and into solidly into the fives. I know you could write alone in the fives right now, but solidly into the fives. And I personally am very bullish on 2023. I know a lot of loan officers aren't. I will share with you um, a large portion of LOs that work with me one-on-one -on -one are having very big Decembers. Uh, they've got a lot going on in December. Uh, unit counts and their Januaries are looking just as good. So they're going to be rolling into 2023 um, hardcore, ready to go. So, you know, if you're still doing this and you haven't you haven't tapped out yet, uh, that means that means you do have a, a an extremely positive attitude. And, and the first thing I just want to talk about today, I want everyone to just really, really hear me. It is your job. You an, are an ambassador of positivity. You can write that down. You are an ambassador of positivity in our business. Um, you should be nothing but positive at all times. If you if you ever find yourself joining uh, the naysayers or putting something online or complaining or you know needing a wambulance, as in wah, you know you got to call a wambulance about the market or about anything, you really need to back off that. It is our job to be positive. The media does enough of a job to get everyone going negative. Now's not the time to buy. You should wait. You know, prices are going down, this, that, and the other. And then I'm, you know, I'm talking to someone, they're telling me something just went for 20 over because it was priced right. And there were seller concessions and boom, it went for 20 over what it was priced for. So I'm sure in, in each one of your markets, you're, you're finding all kinds of examples of these different things. There's low inventory, medium inventory, high inventory all over, depending on the exact market that you're in. But none of this matters because the bottom line is, is I think there's still almost 4 million people that want to buy a house if they can. They literally would like to buy a house if they can. So that is a dauntingly high number. And what that means is, is that they're eventually going to buy a house. So you all and real estate agents are, you know, in an extremely good business that is going to keep going good for a while, as long as you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing every day. If you're sitting around having a pity party for yourself because you're used to closing 10 loans a month, eight refis, and maybe two purchases by accident, and now you're closing one or maybe two purchases, well, that's on you if you're sitting and having a pity party. I will tell you that there are loan officers. I'm not going to call anyone out, but I can see some of you with your cameras on right now. K in Wisconsin that I know are still killing it right now uh, with units that really are not even slowing down. Okay, so 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 don't think uh, that oh the whole industry is sitting around having a pity party because they're not. In fact, the best loan officers are waiting for the other loan officers to tap out and literally just get out of the business so you can get out of their way. Uh, one of the best comments I heard was a couple of months ago from. Uh, someone I've worked with for years. And he simply said, Joel, you know, I don't really care. I'm smart. I've been smart with my money. I'm still closing lots of loans. I'm just like lying in wait for, for the spring. Let these other loan officers get out of the way. And I'm going to do more business than I've ever done before, because I can already tell from the vibe from the agents, what is going to go down. So the bottom line is, is this too shall pass? Uh, what, what, what is going on right now? And, uh, you know, every day uh, the consumers get uh, or the, the, the buy the potential buyers and the sellers, they, they, they get used to, um, you know, where the rates are and they wrap their arms around it. Obviously, if you know what you're doing, you, you, you know how to discuss payments versus uh, versus an interest rate. 
Uh, the other thing that is factual, and I would love, I mean, someone can go in the chat on this. If in your individual market, you are seeing rents decline, please let me know because no one is seeing rents decline anywhere. Okay. There's all kinds of articles about housing prices dropping and this, that, and the other, but I have not seen one article about rents declining, which means if you know what you're doing and you know how to pencil sell, you understand that it's still a good idea to pay yourself instead of pay a landlord. You, you know, that math, that is factual. Okay. And, 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 you know, that leads me to my second point. My first point was be an ambassador of positivity. My second point is, man, you've been hearing me yelling and screaming about pencil selling forever. If you haven't figured out how to pencil sell, if you don't know how to qualify with a calculator, a pen and a piece of paper, you need to go find someone to teach you really, really fast because the difference between the great loan officers and the mediocre loan officers right now is the advice that you are giving. These agents are having a very hard time with their clients. They need us now more than ever, not just to app someone and close someone smoothly. They need you to help them really secure the transaction. And they are looking for partners that can and will do that. Yeah, that's extra work for you all, but it's extra work you put in now to own the market later. So understand that if you're not and you can't do that, I mean, if you ever let anyone in your automated app without talking to them first, I'm just going to put it out here. You guys can you guys can burn me at the stake for it. But the bottom line is, shame on you. You should not be doing that. Okay, that is a bad place to just be dumping people in this kind of market. You, someone on your team, someone should be talking to everyone before they get in any of your automated stuff. Your agent partners want it. Uh, those of you that know me well here know that I've worked with agents for 25 plus years. And the bottom line is, is that's what they want from their lender partners as well. You all need to be all in, truly, truly partnering. And what that means is doing your part. And in a market like this, there is a lot for lenders to be doing a lot more than a lot of you all have ever done before. So if you don't know how to do that, if you don't understand future, future value of money, if you don't understand how to tell someone what they're really netting on a house that they bought and then they're selling, then they're buying a new house. If you don't know how to do that math, um, you need to have someone teach you because your partners are really, really, really expecting it. So be an ambassador of positivity at all times for everyone. And man, dig in and do your job. Dig in and really, really, really talk to people. Okay. Hey, Josh, there's some kind of background. I don't know what it is, but it'll probably be bad on the audio. It sounds almost like an old school dial-up modem. If uh, Can we just mute everyone? If you can, that'd be great. And then they can unmute if someone wants to talk. Um, so know what you're doing. Okay. Second of all, second of all, third of all, actually, take a look at every unit you closed this year, okay? Every unit you closed this year. Where did it come from? Literally, where did it come from, okay? Now, if you want to do a little testing, not to make yourself look bad, Josh, if you can mute everyone, that would be awesome because I'm hearing a lot of background. There we go. Nope. People are still coming on here. Hold on, guys. I apologize. Uh, I'm going to let Josh do that. Okay. Everyone, um, write down where every single unit came from. Every single loan. 
Okay. If you want to cross check yourself against 2021, which was one of the biggest years ever in mortgage, if you are down on your purchase units 10% or less, that is a victory, massive victory. So if in 2021 you closed 150 loans and 60 of those loans were, were refis, so you closed 90 purchase loans in 2021, 90. If you are closing 81 or more purchase loans for this year, victory, victory, okay? Josh, can you unmute for me, please? Josh Brown. Ooh, now it's gone. Okay, all right, everyone. Uh, thank you, whoever just went went in the chat. Okay, um, that is a victory, all right? Uh, all of you all should take a hard look at that. Take a look at it. Subtract the refis. Just look at your purchase units. That's the real market that we're in right now. Don't sit and say, oh, my God, I'm down 60%. This is horrible. Wah! Well, no, you're probably not because you got to take those refis out that you're not going to be doing right now at all. What are you really down? And I bet some of you might be up. You don't need to wave your hand if you're up, but I bet some of you all might be up because I know some of my one-on-one -on -one people are actually up, which is pretty cool, I think, okay? So take your units for 2021 units, not volume, subtract the refis, see how many purchase units you had, and then check your purchase units. Well, we're already in the second week or third week of December. Check your purchase units year to date. You know what you're closing, extrapolate, see what it looks like next to each other, okay? Now, once you see where all of your business, all of your purchase business came from, say to yourself, okay, what am I doing to deepen any of these relationships or even develop new ones if you had a buyer that wasn't attached to an agent or maybe was attached to an agent that you didn't know, okay? Have you seen them? Have you done, any, have you done anything with them at all to deepen that relationship, okay? A lot of you all were in your offices for so long, COVID, and then just being so busy, you all have not really been out, okay? And you're still not out. You're still throwing, uh, still throwing the COVID card or you're throwing some kind of card that you're too busy or whatever. I'm telling you people are out and you need to be out, all right? And if you're not out in front of people, then someone else is in front of your relationship. And believe me, that's where you want to be, okay? If you end up messing up a loan and another loan officer grabs it as a save, I'll just pick on her because Kristen Ambos, she brought lunch to the meeting today, but didn't share with me. And we all know no one's allowed to do that. I can tell you that Kristen is going to get in her car and she will be in front of the agent that gave you the deal that she saved probably within 72 hours, physically in front of that agent. Kristen's in, in Wisconsin with guaranteed rate does a lot of units, and I can tell you, she will be in front of your partner, soon to be your ex-partner, very, very quickly. So understand that these loan officers that are that they came to play and are not slowing down are looking to take market share right now. So all of you all should be doing the same thing. This is the time to take market share. You should be taking loans all over the place, okay? If you're not getting three or four saves a month right now, or at least two, you should really look at what's going on. Because let me tell you, 
uh, every lender from the big banks to the tiny, tiny shops to the middle um, to the massive correspondence, everyone has reduced staff. What that means is any loan officers that did not know what they were doing before their staff went away, now they really don't know what they were doing because they're handing a loan to people. Those people were getting it done and it was closing. Now they're handing a loan to air. It's going nowhere. It might be going directly into underwriting and denied or beaten up, which gives you a chance to grab it and close it. Okay. Very, very important. All right. So be positive all day. Be super positive. Understand how to pencil sell and actually look at your numbers. Your job is to find people who know people who need mortgage loans. Your job is then to become best friends with those people that know the people that need loans and get them to refer those people to you. Your job is to be getting referrals, not necessarily working on the loans. Of course, we know that's an ancillary part of your job to work on the loans, but your job is to get the loans. Okay. And if you're not doing something about that every day, then somebody else is with your partners or with your potential partners. Okay. So you really need to sit and think about it and don't give me the old, Oh, it's the holidays. Nobody cares. The market's horrible. No one's buying or selling anything. Um, I can tell you again, without naming names, uh, people I can see on this call. Okay. Literally, uh, People are out doing stuff right now. And, and I don't know about you all. I can, you all can just give me a thumbs up. But when I was originating loans, I was always top of the house for December and January because I just never stopped. I didn't buy into the hype of, oh, it's December and January. No one does any loans. The only exception, which I totally get, is you guys that are big snowy places where you get just dumped on with a ton of snow and they can't do home inspections and things like that. But besides that, Really, the market never stops for people that really want to buy and really want to sell. They just keep cooking if it's important to them. Um, the other thing that is you know, very interesting going on right now is a lot of the companies are going back and they're making a little noise about, hey, we want you back in the office, whether it's for two days or three days or four days, someplace it's five days. This is actually spurring the market in certain areas where people moved too far away and they actually need to move back a little closer. That is going on as well. If you ask your realtor partners, your agent partners, that is going on as well. Um, so all of this is coming together. But the one thing that I really think is going to happen, and I'll put it on tape here so, so you all can, so I can be wrong if I am wrong, um, is, you know, all of these headlines, prices are dropping. This is dropping. Don't buy a house now. Wait to buy a house, whatever. This is what I think. What I think is, yeah, maybe maybe a house is listed for uh, four hundred thousand or five hundred thousand, and maybe it's going for four ninety uh, with twenty thousand in seller, con seller concession. So it's going for uh, four uh, uh, four seventy net or whatever instead of five hundred. Okay. If the rates drop solidly into the mid fives. The media is going to help us out. It's going to get a little crazy again. We know there's 4 million people that want to buy houses. Watch what that $500,000 house goes for now. It'll be right back up going over. Okay. And if you do the math, you're much better off at 490 at six and a quarter than you are at 580 at four or three and three, whatever it is. Do the math. Literally do the numbers. I think you all know this. 
Okay. I think a lot of your agent partners definitely need you to help them with these kind of numbers. I'm a firm believer if you sit on the fence right now as a potential home buyer because you're waiting for housing prices to drop. I think unless you're in a very, very unique, maybe a luxury market or something where you're looking at 10, 15, 20 million dollar houses, I think you, you very much end up missing the bus. Uh, I don't know if any of you all agree with me on this, but I think all of the signs are there. Uh, James Allen in Connecticut is saying we're only seeing two to four percent reductions where he is. Uh, that is West Hartford, Connecticut, which is a suburb of or all around Hartford, Connecticut. It's not that big. Uh, and, and, and James, I'm hearing that in um, Kristen. Is that the same for you? You can thumbs up. You're in that type of market. Not massive reductions at all, right? They're moving when they're on, right? Yeah, yeah. More more uh, solid, lower, uh, not lower, but average loan amounts are going to be lower than the super high end. Kristen, do you have inventory? You have houses for people to buy? We do. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sure, and I know, I know that, I know that James does as well. So some of you all that are in the very, uh, uh, you know, those areas, uh, call it even Boston Metro where, you know, <laughs> there were times a couple of years ago where there was like one house and there was like 400 people in line. It looked like people waiting to get into a concert to look at, you know, to go to the open house. Um, even those, uh, even those markets are, are beginning to, you know, normalize a little more and a little more. And I think when we get that little rate pop down and the media gets on our side, we are going to have back to a quote unquote buying frenzy for two reasons. Number one, the buyers are there. And number two, the rates, uh, the sorry, the rental rate, the rental rates are not receding. That house that someone's renting or that apartment for 1800 a month is not that didn't go down to 1600 just cuts. In fact, if anything, it went to 1850. So, so I, you know, if the rents keep the same or keep going up, it, it just makes buying a home better and better and better and better. Even if the rate's six and three quarters, it really doesn't matter. You're still better off uh, than you are renting for sure. Which means, again, these are numbers conversations. Someone asked a question about pencil selling. What I mean by pencil selling, the person that asked that question is you could sit down with someone with a pen and with paper and literally teach them why it's a good idea for them to do whatever they're doing, not with smoke and mirrors, literally show them whether you're teaching them a tax write off, whether you're whether you're showing them time value of money, whether you're showing them what it would mean to have a mortgage. Um, even if they didn't prepay the mortgage, what it would mean to have a mortgage over five years versus paying rent over five years, little things like that. Um, you know, paying to, uh, you know, fix up your own house instead of, you know, paying to maintain, you know, some kind of a rental property for someone else. Uh, so, so that's what I mean by, uh, that's what I mean by, uh, pencil selling. So, um, you know, the bottom line is this, and, and I don't know how you all feel. I only know the people that I specifically, uh, speak to, but the 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 bottom line is, I think everyone should be ready, ready, ready for a big 2023. Um, Tim, to answer that question, Tim Galu asked about how are you helping an agent, uh, someone that needs to list their property with a you know with a three percent mortgage. And Tim, I think what, what you're going to hear with a lot of the agents are doing is is you know, if they can, they're 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 coaching uh, them to just keep that 
as a rental property, meaning if they need to move because they, they, you know, they had another kid or there's a reason that they're moving. They're not, they're not moving to just be a, a real estate investor. Again, Tim's asking with the agents where they have a, a potential seller that's got a 3% 30 year fixed. And they're like, well, I can't leave this rate. I mean, I can't. So Tim, the, the only logical, um, uh, thing you could say, the only ethical thing you would say is if someone needs to move because of family size, upsize, downsize, whatever, the agents are teaching them how to structure with their lender partners to keep it, rent it, because they know they're going to have high rents and then boom, go to uh, go to their new home. So that that's what the agents are telling me that they're doing, because there's nothing else they can ethically say um, besides that, which is fine. Yeah, don't get rid of it. Keep it. You know, just just keep it or, uh, Tim, depending on what type of financing they're able to use, um, you know, maybe they're using some type of, uh, you know, arm on their new purchase and they're going to, you know, they're going to wait and pay the arm or maybe even prepay the arm and then, you know, attempt to refinance as rates ease up. But the, we, we asked this question. I was in Connecticut a, a little bit ago and the agents were all talking about it. And overwhelmingly, they all said the ethical answer is if you need to move for some reason, um, then, uh, you know, keep it and rent it because of how high the rents are is, is you know, then it becomes how are they going to buy the new house? Do they have a down payment. You know, that's a whole separate. We'd be on here for hours, you know, talking about that. But that's what the agents are saying. Um, so everyone, the big, my big message today is bat down the hatches, make sure your systems are in place. Okay. I think 2023 is going to be awesome for a lot of different reasons. I think we're going to see a bunch of LOs get out of the business. A bunch of the agents are already getting out of the business, uh, which means we can do all of that business. There's plenty of people that want to buy, uh, and, and we can do, uh, all of those mortgages. And, and I, I really think it's going to be great. Um, make sure, as far as internally, that you are submitting super clean files. A lot of companies are moving towards, you know, using more technology where those of you that are not submitting clean files, you're going to get left in the dust. You should have no conditions on your approvals. Uh, literally none. Look at your last 10 approvals and see what's on there and start fixing everything one at a time. You should not have LOXs and large deposits on your approvals. You have large deposits on your approvals, that's a fail. If you ever have an underwriter redo your income, that is an epic fail. It is our job to know how to do income. The underwriter shouldn't be doing that for us. But as staffs are reduced, um, we need to do our job better and better and better. I know a bunch of the LOs that work with me, this is not really phasing them at all because they hand in extremely clean files anyway. So they're not really worried about it. Their files are literally just getting approved quicker. That's what Ed Brem told me this morning. He's like, they're just flying through there at 100 miles an hour if they're if they're clean. I mean, literally flying through there. So everyone, uh, this will be our last call for 2022. Um, the, the the next Mondays are, uh, are are right around Christmas, and the next Monday I think is um, is is that federal holiday. That's because January 1st is on a uh, Sunday. So that Monday is a federal holiday. So our next call will be um, will be January 9th for this call. And I'll definitely have a special guest on there to kick off the new year. Uh, in fact, we already know who it's going to be. He's a great loan officer, grinder, does a lot of units. Uh, great guy. Uh, so it will definitely be exciting. You too, Kristen. 
Kristen just said, happy holidays. Happy holidays to all of you. Thanks for being with me for the whole year this year. Some of you all are newer, uh, but I really appreciate it. I love learning stuff from you all, uh, as well as teaching you whatever I know. Um, and have a safe holiday season. I'm, I'll talk to a bunch of you all on Friday on Crush Calls. The rest of you have a safe holiday season, and I will talk to you in the new year. Happy 2023. See you all.